Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Lumen Project. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, who are the host, Jeff Bernheisel. What's up, Jeff? Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Uh, this is supposed to be a fun conversation today. Uh, I, I Somehow I saw this YouTube video the other day that was like, uh, the, the thumbnail was... Um, don't be a pussy or something like that, you know, like, and it was, or how do you know, it was tailored at men to not be a pussy. And then when I went and listened to it, it was an AI generated script, probably narrated by, by AI. And it was, had nothing to do with being a man. It was like, what what do we say? It was like, make more money, eat better, you know, take care of yourself. It was like, it was nothing to do with being a man, but the way they were framing it was as if it was saying, as if it was challenging your manhood, if you don't do these things. And I'm like, this is the most stupid. And, and is this not the stupid culture we're in right now about a conversation of what masculinity is or is not? I'm just like, this is not even the conversation. And I envisioned so many people watching that video and going, yeah, I need to go make more money and eat better. That means I'm a man. Man. (laughs) I was, I was just like, Oh my God, what, what is this crap? Yeah. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. Admittedly eat as healthy as I should, but I don't feel that that lessens my manhood at all. (laughs) Right. Um, Right. The amount of money that I make, like I was saying, it's like back in the, 50s and 60s maybe that challenged your manhood but i mean there's a ton of women that make more money than me and it literally was just like you need to go make more money to be considered a real man you need to yeah make more money yeah which like yeah cool i would love to but yeah i don't feel like that defines me as a man <laughs> i don't even remember what the two were I, one of the things I, I think part of the commentary that's there for me about it is um it's i think it's easy I don't, I'll add as a man, I don't know that it is about that, but I, I, I just, in my own experience as a man, I, I went through life going, how do I get paid? How, how do I hack the system to, to make more money? Um, and what are other people doing? And I could have watched a video like that. I'd watched other, I'd watched Garrett White videos with wake up warrior. I'd watched and, and I would see like people pounding their chest and talking about, you know, you want to get paid and laid and here's what you got to do and using really aggressive tone and energy. And I'm like, fuck, maybe that's what I should do. Like, maybe that's what I should do. And it, my point is for me, at least I'd be curious to hear your, your thoughts for me. It distracted me from the question of what is my work. And it pointed me to, Oh, you got to go hustle and make some money. Oh, you got to go hustle and build a funnel. Oh, you got to go hustle. And, and so I was stuck in a game that wasn't mine. And I was comparing my results to something that had nothing to do with my purpose or mission. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it actually caused me to feel worse about myself as a man because I was stuck in a conversation that used those things to measure my manhood. Yep. It's, uh, it, I mean, I'm a marketing guy, so I, I, I want to say I, I have a unique ability because it's not unique, but when you go through enough of this crap, you realize they're using fear tactics and manipulation, really. It's a, yeah. you know, like the NLP language of manipulation to get you to think mm-hmm. like, oh, that sounds so easy. I yeah. could do that. Yeah, right. And then you go try and then you realize it's not actually that easy. And then you give up and then you feel bad about it. And when you feel bad about it, you're going to go right back to where you were find something new and then you're like oh that sounds easy 
yep. like that example I just gave you with the uh, Mr. Beast video where mm. he was like, going viral is so easy. I just went out and found something that nobody else had done before. And I did that. <laughs> Which was what? You guys tell what it was. I was like, well, well, okay, well, tell me about your first viral video. What was it? And he was like, I just counted 200,000 on on YouTube. Like nobody had ever done that before. And he's like, it took me 40 hours, but uh, nobody had ever done it. And it went viral and people watched it. He's like, you know, surprisingly, people watch a lot of it. And uh, <laughs> like you said, that video had 30 million views or something. 30 million or 80 million or something like that. And the guy was like, well, how much money have you made? How much money do you think you've made? And he, you know, quick calculations is like, oh, five, five dollars per CPM. He's like, yeah, I've, I've probably made about $150,000 off of that video alone. And that just as an example, I was like, shit, I could do that. Uh-huh. What's something I could go do like that? And then I go down that fucking rabbit hole. Of right. Like, oh my exactly. God, all of these. I could go do this. I could yeah. go do that. I could do that. Dude, that's Luckily, my that sorry go ahead yeah that's it I'm getting fired up <laughs> I'm man. Like, like i'm smart enough to go don't do that damn it well, i'll say i'm smart enough like i i do it all the time some of my goals for this coming uh sprint in my goal setting stuff was if i'm going to go do something like that it has to be related to this project my work yeah because that is all that matters right yeah. Yeah. laser focused on those things that matter because that's what I care about. And that's what I want to focus on. It's interesting to me that uh, I think in the absence of having a sense of purpose and mission, like this is what my work, is, my life's work is, and my, my, this is what I'm here for. In the absence of that, it's real. I, because I know, I know this because before I felt like I knew what my work was, it was very easy for me to go down that rabbit hole and be like, oh, I'm going to figure out how to count to a hundred thousand and monetize a YouTube channel, or I'm going to, I'm going to figure out Facebook ads and build a funnel and, and, uh, and, and get my two comma club award and just shit that I was chasing. That was not my work, but I felt like, God, is this the thing? I didn't know. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, when I went through that phase of depression after all the shit I went through with my bar, yeah. uh, I was doing the same, same thing. Just, you know, it's like, God, it's, it's, and, and the marketers on the other side of things, and, and we all do this too. It's the same, you know, it's the same tactics, except for we do it in a way where it feels good because it's, it's not in a manipulative way where we're not trying to sucker people into buying our product, knowing damn well that they're not going to be able to do it, that they're not going to finish it. And then they're yep. going to be looking for the next best thing, you know, two months from now or whatever. But I did so much of that and I spent so much money on the dumbest shit and I wasted so much time. And now I've gotten better. Like I'm not necessarily spending the money, but like I said, I'll, I'll lay in bed every night and watch an hour of TikTok videos and Instagram. And, and I justify it because I'm like, Oh, I'm just cooling down. You know, I'm getting, I'm relaxing after a long day and I just want to lay in bed and veg out. And that's fine. Like I allow myself to do that here and there, but I need to quit doing it every fucking night. Because if I can spend that hour on anything else related to the two things that I want to grow and have, you know, become my life, like I need to be doing that. Yeah. Right. I I think it's, I will add to that, that um, it's easier for me to follow through on those things that I, even if I don't even know fully what my work is, although I, I feel like I have a pretty good sense now, but there's the continuing to uncover what's next about the work. 
and to do that in a space where others are are uncovering what's next for their work. So like for you and I to meet uh, in the, the sessions we, we meet in, it encourages me to keep looking for what's the next piece of that. And then to report back, like if we're going to um, jump in on these calls and I'm saying, here's what I'm working on my goals. It just knowing that I'm going to meet with you pulls that out of me. And I think a lot of guys have isolated themselves. I know I did, especially because I, you know, I was called a pussy, you know, especially because I was challenged in my manhood. I'm like, well, shit, I better not say that I didn't do it because then I'm going to be a pussy. And, you know, now we're in this whole thing where it's like, guys can't be honest about what's working and not working, nor do they want to show up unless they have their shit all figured out. So I think it's important to have this sense of, uh, I, I keep calling it community, but there needs to be some sense of guys being able to come together and walk this thing home. Yeah. Without, without the belittling of anything yeah. really. I mean, right. manhood, womanhood, childhood, We're all figuring it out. <laughs> We're, we're all, nobody's has this thing called life figured out. Nobody's got it figured out. Like there's always a next version of what we're stepping into. If that next thing is your own work, nobody knows what your life's work is. That's your work. Right. You know, I can't tell you that Garrett White can't tell you that, you know, lion, lions and lambs guy can't tell you that. Like nobody can tell you what your, what your thing is. Nobody has that answer. Right. So I liked our idea earlier of, you know, showing people what we do. This is what works for me. This is what works for you. And then helping them build out their own version of yeah. goal setting and tracking or whatever, you know, whatever they yeah. want to do, if they yeah. even want to. Um, I think right. that's the way to go versus me standing here saying, Hey, you need to, you need to fill out this spreadsheet that I made. And if you don't like it, then get out. Like you're a pussy if you don't do it the way I did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah if you don't eat your vegetables and you don't fill out my spreadsheets. <laughs> yeah. You're a pussy. <laughs> exactly. That's, right. like, that's just stupid. Yeah, <laughs> so, so but we see that so often and it just, it, it just drives me nuts. And, and Reminds now, me. like I said, the AI stuff that's making it easier yeah. and easier, easier to put out this shit yeah. content like that. Right. Like, yeah, shit uh, content. Yes. It reminds me of bullies on the playground, you know, in high school, playground, high, the, the, the high school playground, you know, like in sports and in high school, you know, to be the, the cool kid and to call everybody else, you know, pussy or you're, you know, like the, just the bully mentality. Or if you go even younger in middle school, elementary school, mm -hmm. uh, this in YouTube, like the stuff we're talking about, this culture, of calling men pussies at, you know, grown ass men as pussies reminds me of bully behavior in elementary school, only revisited now as adults. And, you know, I, I just think it, I think it's ridiculous. And I think it's pretty prevalent. Um, still, it is, yeah. it's just weird. I feel like we, it's funny. Like, you don't, that. not that you don't think of it, but you don't notice it until, until you do. And yeah. then when you go back and especially with the way the algorithms all work now with YouTube and, you know, yeah. it, uh, TikTok and like all of whatever platforms you watch one of those videos and it's like, Oh, he must be into that. And then you see 10 more. And it's just like, this is so such shit. Like, yeah, I don't, how do I unsubscribe from watching whatever that was so that I go back to <laughs> You have to go watch other things. Right. I tell people that all the time. Like it is what you make of it. So if you don't want to see that content, you have to go 
seek out the stuff you do want to see and it'll eventually correct itself and start showing you more of that. But man, I noticed I watched that one video and then all of a sudden I've got all these other like yeah. related videos popping up and I'm like, Oh, I don't want to see any of this shit. <laughs> right, right. You know, it's interesting about that video, that YouTube video was, um, it was using things you and I talk about and, and what we want for this community, like to be the best version of ourselves. It literally said that, right. Yeah. To be the best version of yourself. And I'm like, dude, this is what we talk about. Only, only this video has veiled it in a bunch of toxic, you know, masculine, stupid perspectives, you know, it's yeah. like, anyway. it, it would have been a drastically, if that video didn't have the thumbnail that said like, you're a pussy or uh, what, I forget how it actually phrased it, but it was whatever it was. But if I'll it would have said five ways to live your best life, all right, go make more money, eat better, work out. Like that would, I would have had zero problem with that, but it's like five ways to not be a pussy. Right. Like that's, I think that, yeah, (laughs) I'm trying to find it here. That's, that was why I wanted to um, share it with you because I was like, it it totally speaks to the, the, the masculine overlay here. Cause right. We're, this is the Lumen Project's a group for men. It's, it's not a group for women. If you're, or, you know, it's, if you identify as a man, this is a group for you. Like that's, that's what it is. But it's not what I often feel like most masculine things t- turn into, which is like it, people think in order for it to be masculine, we have to call you a pussy and then challenge your manhood. And now it's a man thing. This says it's five masculine it? habits that fix 99% of your problems. Yeah, yeah. And then and the thumbnail says, stop being a pussy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right, right. Exactly. And it's got yeah, this big like, picture of like yeah. Zeus or yeah. some Greek god all buffed out and yep. stoic. And... Stop being a pussy. Five masculine habits that fix 99% of your problems. That's not like. <laughs> right. Masculine in caps. There was nothing about the five things that shared that were masculine versus feminine. So, but, but that's my point. It's like, it's playing on your insecurities of manhood to try to make you click it to be like, oh, if I'm really going to be a man, then I should really listen to this video because I want to, you know, yep. <laughs> anyway. And that's why, I, that's why I called it, I would call it an evil genius. I called it genius because I'm like, somebody clearly knows what they're doing to get, I'm going to find this channel. Um fifty four thousand subscribers they have 30 videos and all of them have been put up in the last three weeks and they're all the same all ai generated from what i can tell and i don't know if it doesn't show because i don't have analytics on somebody else's channel but i can see like 5.9 thousand views 4,000 views 2,000 views 7,000 views like it's this person is going to make a fucking killing from this. And that I, drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's maybe we've made that point already in here, but I want to, I'll just circle back to it. Cause I feel like it, there is the whole thing of like, Oh, cool. How do there was a time in my life where I'm like, Oh, how do I do that? I want to get a, I want to monetize a YouTube channel as fast as possible with as many subscribers and views and channel authority and the whole thing. And I would have spent so much time on that. And um, and you can see that sometimes in this day and age of attention, shock value and saying things that are aggressive or shocking, using pussy in a thumbnail or 99% of masculine and caps uh, problems, you're trying to push the edges of what gets a reaction in order to mm-hmm. get a click. 
And I, I think where I've come to in my, at least my journey is I'm unwilling to stop my life's work in order to figure out how to hack your attention. It, what matters more to me now in the best version of me is how do I make the biggest impact possible? Not how do I monetize my YouTube channel so that I can get clicks and live, you know, live, you know, the Lamborghini lifestyle. I'm interested in making an impact in the world. I'm, I, I don't care as much anymore about leaning on the Lamborghini. <laughs> right. Right. You know, or, you know, so anyway, uh, I think that's important because I think a lot of guys are asking questions like, you know, what do I really want to do with this life? And if what you're stuck in is a bunch of YouTube videos or other social content or, or whatever, just family, family chatter telling you that you should man up or telling you that you need to figure your shit out or all of that becomes then your reaction to that versus your attention on what you're here for. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I want to say it's, it's sad. I've been there. I knew it is I was sad. I've been there. It was sad it was when I was sad there. Affairs, but uh, it's sad to see people do that because you just want to be like, I can help you. <laughs> like, let me help you. <laughs> Which is why we're here. I think that is why we're here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think through, um, I, I think we live into the conversations we surround ourselves with. Right. So if I surround myself with conversations of be a man, you're a pussy, you know, make lots of money, then we kind of like start to adjust our life to the conversations we're around. But if you're in a conversation of of other men who are on the path of being the best version of themselves and uh, and, and I think the way you and I are doing it is we are we're asking better questions. We're open to whatever answer that is rather than having some predetermined judgment. There is a there's just a let's ask better questions and have better conversations and that will in, inform the decisions we make and the path we take. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enough of the toxic stuff. Let's just start to move into some constructive, like next steps for what your life's work is. That's, that's what I'm about. I feel like that eventually this stuff runs its course. Like, sure. But God, I hate to see it in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, yeah, it runs its, there's, there is a, I don't can't remember in the podcast, we talked about spiral dynamics, but you and I have talked about it where that, you know, the level of awareness, the, the evolution of consciousness, there was a time in the sixties where men wore the pants and women should be seen, not heard. And there's like, you know, and I thank God, I think our, our consciousness has evolved beyond many of us. Our consciousness has be, evolved beyond that limited perspective, right, right. but I I have I half wonder like what will this run its course and if so like what's the next manipulation cuz this version of the manipulation is still around but then once people are 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 too wise to be called a pussy anymore what's the next manipulation of a human being man or not what that that preys on our fears and what mm-hmm. is our uh, possibility for being focused on our life's work or getting clear about our purpose and our mission so that that doesn't, that just ro- rolls off our back, right? It just not even, doesn't even affect me because I'm so clear about what I'm here for. Right. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> I feel like I hit that one like multiple times from different angles. And well, it's, it's a, maybe it was over. Yeah. 
it's a hot topic for us. It's not, <laughs> it is a hot topic. Damn it. The hot topic for us. <laughs> it's yeah. a sensitive subject. <laughs> but, well, I'm uh, so, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I was going to say right there. <laughs> I guess I cut you off. I, I, I feel so passionately about um, how, how exciting life gets when, when I've gotten clearer about my purpose, the more, the clearer I am about my purpose, the more I'm excited for what I'm creating. And conversely in a long season of being in business for myself and being frustrated about what is my purpose, like not knowing exactly what to do, then I was looking for fucking any, any lifeline. And if that meant a two comma club or that meant rich dad, poor dad, or that meant maybe I'll be a top mega agent in real estate. It didn't matter. If it, if it just tickled my ears at all, I was like, okay, I'll do that. Yep. And I had no sense of power in my own life because I was jumping from one stupid strategy to another. I didn't know who I was. I, and we've covered this in other sessions, other uh, podcasts before, but where do you think? You, you had an aha moment, right? Like we both have had probably multiple aha moments, but what was that for you? If you remember where you were just like, fuck this stuff. <laughs> right. Well, I think, I think there, I think we get multiple moments like that. I, um, and it's funny, like I can see the through line. If I go back even to, I think around our, our, our late teens, early twenties um, for me in college, there was a moment where I, I just was really clear. I wanted to be, I wanted to speak on stages and I wanted to be a co I wanted to be a coach and, and develop human beings. And, um, and then I didn't know how to do that. And I, thankfully I graduated from college, you know, I was not a great student. I didn't know where I fit professionally. And, and so there, I had this original dream in my early twenties and then I graduated college, didn't know where I fit, had to get a job. And all of a sudden now for the next 20 years, I was out in the wilderness going, trying to figure it out. And it was only, I think it was in those moments of being like, how am I wired? What do I care about? What are my passions? Like the, the, these moments of coming back to, to myself only to figure out not the answer only to figure out it's not this, right? right? Like the aha moment was, it's not this, not, it was the aha moment was like, oh my God, I'm totally clear. The aha moment was, it's not this. And then I would go to the next thing. God, it's not this next thing. And I did that enough times, I think for me that I started to realize like, okay, I, there, I know that I want to invest in people. That's always been there for me. I just can see how many times that's what it is. Like, oh, it's about people. Oh, it's about people. Oh, it's about people. Man, for 20 years in business, I made it about money. I made it about funnels and marketing. I made it about all the things that weren't the thing it was really about. Yep. That's what happened this last week for me too. When I had that, the, the aha moment of it's not, it's not this, <laughs> like damn sure is not this. <laughs> and, uh, and it took, hmm. uh, it took a few hours. I just kind of sat back and did what, you know, I noodled it in my head. I'm like, what do I want? to do i love helping people and i love these topics yeah how can i make that into something mm. tangible that i can go do and now that's the plan is to go yeah. do that <laughs> can't give too much right. can't spill the beans fully <laughs> but uh but it was one of those moments like that where i was like it's not 
this, this isn't it. This isn't how I want to do this. Right. And that was what happened several times in my life. Same, same little pivotal moments where I'm like, this isn't how I've, this isn't, this isn't how I envisioned my life going. That was kind of how yeah. I felt. This isn't how I thought my life was supposed to go. I'm in control. Hmm. I need to go make a change, go do something else. What does that look hmm. like? And then go do it. That goes uh, back to my goal setting and my, you know, I'm like, what does that look like? What I'm in control. What can I do in the next 90 days to make that happen? And, and then mm-hmm. break it down to the daily. What do, yeah. I, what do I need every day to go make that dream reality? Yeah. Because I like that part about uh, there was enough of, it's not this, that, and for me, there was a moment a couple of years ago where I had what I called my midlife crisis, where I just was like a full stop on my business. I had a nine month temper tantrum. I was like, I just was like F everything. Um, <laughs> because I, I, I was so cynical that anything I was doing, nothing I was doing was working anymore. And, um, I was very angry all the time. I just lots of anger and, and, um, I realized to do what I wanted to do in the world, I couldn't use anger as the energy to get me there. I just had to, it had to be a different, a, a more positive energy. And I, and I didn't want to just say, Oh, well, it's, it's love. That's the energy. I just was like, it's not anger. I can't be anger. And I, so I stopped using that energy. And the most frustrating part about that was I, I didn't, anger was the energy that I don't want to say forced me, but caused me to show up. So when I took that off the table, I wasn't like showing up. I was yeah, kind of like, floating. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, there was no rudder. There was no urgency. There was no, I'm just like, I'm unwilling to use anger. And, and that meant I had to float for a couple of years. And it, but it, but that's the magic because in that opening, in that space of not hustling and grinding out of anger, I started to see some truths for myself about um, what I wanted to create. Because everything before what I wanted to create was a was a reaction or fear of missing out or a look at comparison like this is what they're they, he counted to a hundred thousand maybe I should do that so I can make six figures on YouTube everything was a I'm not doing it right let me see what somebody else is doing but in the space of just surrendering to the moment and and being open to who am I and what do I want to create and an image started to show up like oh this is what I what I desire is this. Mm-hmm. And not like I knew how to do that, but at least it was mine. And at least it was the journey I was choosing to take. And going back I, to I feel like your said, story is similar to that in some ways. Yeah, hundred percent. It was, uh, I mean, to a T pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. I was going back to what we were talking about last week, which was the intent and purpose. And like, I used that multiple times in my, in my goal setting stuff this, this time, because I I see myself falling back into that habit again. And I'm like, nope, quit doing that. Intent and purpose, this path, go. Just go this way. <laughs> quit, quit going that way and this way. That way. Uh-huh. And that, you know, we help. I think we can help people just with having conversations live with intent and purpose. Yeah. Once they figured out kind of, they don't have to figure out exactly what they want to do, but at least a semi direction that they want to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, that I think, you know, to the, the I think maybe the premise of our, of this community is then, um, you know, when uh, to live the best version of ourselves, I think, I think requires 
that we have a sense of what we want to create. Like, you know, what is your work? You listening to this, what is your work? What is your purpose, your mission? And if you can start to get clear on that, then I think, then I think you could actually enjoy the conversation of living your, the best version of yourself. I think without that, you're kind of stepping into what's somebody else's answer for me. And now that's not, that's not your creation. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is it makes it your truth and your, your journey, not mine. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. There's so many layers there. (laughs) I know. I'm just having other things pop up. Like we could talk about this and we could have that. Like there's so many roles that have been put on men. Like if men are providers, Oh, then I'm a provider. Now I need to provide. And so I can't really ask what my work is because I have to make sure I'm providing. And you're like, well, maybe, maybe that's I'm not the go whole story. A huge tangent for a minute. <laughs> okay. right here. Uh, something that a friend of mine posted something on Facebook the other day that just like it, it almost pissed me off. I don't want to say it pissed me off, but I, I, I had to bite my tongue pretty hard, but the gist of it was like this lady, She's a beautiful woman. She lives in Arizona. She's suntan Barbie, you know, that typical. And what she posted was something along the lines. It was a text message thread from a guy. And it basically said, do you want to go get coffee? And she's like, I don't drink coffee. And if you, I forget how she worded it exactly, but it was the gist of it was, if you were a real man, you'd, you'd take me out to dinner, like, like a real man. And Wow. She just posted that. And then, and then the comment thread was where it got really interesting because a bunch of the guys were like, you know, what she posted with that text was that she had been on five dates in the last, you know, 10 years or whatever. And she's like, I don't need a man. I choose, I choose when I want to go out with a man. But if, if somebody can't take me out to dinner, like a proper man should, Mm. then I don't want anything to do with them. And a bunch of guys were chiming in. And this is my, my feeling is it's way fucking harder as a guy these days to try to do the dating thing. Like, and and especially for somebody like her, she can just stand there and not say a fucking word and get 500 dates. I guarantee it. She's that kind of like, she's gorgeous Uh and she's smart shit. She's successful. Like she's, she's good to go. Uh, Guys have to try. Like, you know, I'm not the most attractive dude. Luckily I'm smart ish uh you know but we all have our quirks and we all have our things and like to see somebody like that belittling men because they the guy invited her out for coffee like he didn't know she doesn't drink coffee like hey you want to go grab a drink and i've had people do this where she's like i don't drink and i'm like okay cool you don't have to drink like that's just my way of saying do you want to go hang out and i don't want to say 15 year old kid you want to go hang out you know, it's yeah. it, like these attitudes that we get mm. as a response to what we're just trying to do, what we know. It's like, hey, I, I like you. You seem attractive. You're cool. Do you want to go hang out? Do you want to go get coffee? Do you want to get a drink? Because <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go invest. And this is where it got kind of iffy. It was a lot of the guys were like, look, man, it's 200 bucks to go have dinner. If I take a if, if I take a woman out on a date to a decent place anywhere in town. Yeah. Keyword decent place. Uh-huh. And we have a drink yep. and a meal. Yep. It's easily 200 bucks right now. Yep. And if I'm a guy and I have, I know that I have to go do that, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 times before I meet somebody that's worth right. pursuing to a further uh, relationship. Like right, right. I can't fucking afford that. 
most guys can't. I mean, they, you know, they were, they were like, so she was like, well, I don't, I just don't understand why guys can't take me out to dinner. If they want to get to know me, they'll take me out to dinner. Right, right, and I'm like, right. no, I, I wouldn't. Yeah. If I want to get to know somebody, especially on a first date, I just want to go meet up, have a drink or two, have coffee, whatever, or something yeah, basic right. where I'm not spending $200 to do it because nine times out of 10, we don't click. We don't get along. We don't have any mutual and, you know, maybe it's me, maybe it's her, whatever. It's a numbers game at this point. But she was like, well, I've gone out five times in the last 10 years. And I'm like, well, sorry, sweetie. That's not how the world works these days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was like infuriating because just that attitude of like, you're not a real man if you won't invite me out to dinner. Right. And, and then, I think- I, then of course, the guy was like, well, okay, like we can go to dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I don't think that's in some ways, I don't think that's any different than what we're talking about, where it's like, if some dude is calling you a pussy, because you, you, you're not doing it a certain way. And if you don't have a sense of yourself, or if you're, you know, like where I was sitting there jumping from one program to another, trying to find the answer, trying to find the meaning for myself, what is what is my purpose, my mission, my role, my desire, even that, what is my desire? What do I want? And if I don't even know what I want, then somebody telling me that I need to buy them dinner might be like, oh shit, maybe that's what I want. I guess I want to buy you dinner. Yeah. Thanks for telling me that. I guess you cleared everything up. (laughs) You know, (laughs) it's so clear now. I guess I wanted to buy you dinner. I'm probably a little biased because I've gone on enough dates where I've spent the money. And my friends used to tell me that they're like, well, you're, you, you do this to yourself because you go on these dates and you spend this money. And I'm like, well, it's because I like nice food and drinks right i'm rewarding myself and the fact that i invited her to come along you know that's just a byproduct of it but it does suck to have to pay for another person when i'm old school so if i invite you to Uh go out to dinner with me i'm paying that's just how it is unless the girl wants to arm wrestle me for it (laughs) because then i'm screwed uh but I don't know. That's just, it just, it really rubbed me the wrong way. It was one of those just examples of like, this is the world we live in now where a a woman is demanding that a man takes her to dinner to get attention. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Anyway, that was my tangent for the nice. That was a nice tangent. Well, that's the power. I think that's the man. That's kind of the point here is if as a man, you begin to find if as a human who happens to be a man, right. Finds what you can start to find what you desire, what you really want, then you can start to make these choices of whether you go stag on dinner or whether you pay for dinner or whether you go for coffee or, I mean, I, I just saying like, it doesn't matter if it's girls and dinner or it's your career and, a, and, and your purpose, like some level until you start to figure out what it is you want and design your life for the thing you say you want, then everything is going to be a reaction. And I, I thought that way too. I was like, good for her for having standards and boundaries and not just, sure. you know, going with Emily and doing whatever. But, uh, but, but it was just, it was the, it was the presentation of how she did that with yeah. like belittling this guy and you know, she didn't include his name or anything like that, but it was clearly right. the screenshot of their text threads. And I'm like, God, imagine being that guy and seeing this conversation. <laughs> just being like, Wow. Woman. Right. right. That's rude. Well, there's a lot of rude stuff like that. And I think, I think that makes it um, not safe for men to want to like, and that's just one example, right? The YouTube 
video we talked about. It's another example, right? Being called a pussy because you don't eat certain things or you, you know, you don't make enough money. Like just all of that is like one big diss. And it's, I think it's, this is why having a safe space like the Lumen Project for me and for men to, you know, create, design their life, set goals, pursue those goals without any judgment or condemnation for whether how how you do your goal or whether you did your goal, but just that there's a group of men saying, I want to live a better version of my life. I'd like to do it with other people who are reasonable and smart and kind. That just makes sense. Let's do that. Yep. I prefer that. I don't need to lean, lean on a Lamborghini. I don't need to, uh, I don't need that. that. <laughs> so, so anyway. yep, there we go. There we go. Um, I, I, what I would say sort of winding down here is um, uh, Jeff and I have been talking about some events. If you are in the Portland area, we've got some events. Uh, it's oct- almost October at the time of this recording. So on October, November, December, we're planning some events. If you'd like to hang out with us in the Lumen Project um, in Portland, um, track us down, find us. We have a free Facebook group uh, that you can kind of hang out in called Purpose Driven Men. And, uh, and, and then if you, like I said, if you want to come to the events, check out our, our website, right? The, the Lumen Project.com, the Lumen Project.com. I think we I have, put... we, oh, we have a link to the Facebook group on the website, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> it, yeah. And I need, I need to add um, events. I think there's a great place to put events on there. So uh, once yeah, we have yeah. those, we'll put those on the website too. But, and, and, and the bigger picture here of the Lumen Project is it's a community of men who are engaged in living their, the, the best version of their life. Um, and we meet on a weekly basis virtually. So you can be anywhere. You don't have to be in Portland for that. And, yep. but there's power in meeting together because we live into the conversations and the questions we're having. So, um, we invite you to check that out. There's a video of Jeff and I on the, on the website, thelumenproject.com talking about what the community is and it's application only. So just because you can pay doesn't mean you get in, check it out and coming out with us anything else jeff you want to no i think we're on top of that i think we covered enough today <laughs> we, we took that one around the block for a spin that one went yeah that one went a couple ways but it was yeah. all good that's all good it's all good yeah for sure all right man well, i appreciate this conversation um thank you all of you for listening and until next time be well take care guys